girl, did you place your workhorse Pyrex casserole dish under the broiler and it shattered into a million little pieces? Did some bitch park in your favorite parking space at Target this week? Did you go to Target and buy everything in that fucking store except for the deodorant that you've needed for the past two fucking weeks? Are you told that you swear just a little bit too much? Well, take a seat, my friend, because you have come to the right place. My name is H.A., your Minnesota BFF. You didn't know you needed me, but you sure are fucking glad that you found me. I suppress my feelings like the best of them, and swearing is my fucking love language. Welcome to the Maybe Swearing Helps podcast. February 12th, 2012 is forever engraved into my memory. I've tried to hold on to every precious detail of that day, even the moments that I was short with you. That day, February 12th, 2012, was the last day I saw you alive. It was the last day that I got to spend with you. It was a Sunday, a very lazy Sunday at that. You normally packed well in advance for your business trips and checked the contents of your messenger bag multiple times. However, this trip was different for you. You didn't want to go. We woke up a few minutes before the sunrise and watched the city come to life. Charlie took a deep breath, his eyes memorizing every corner of the city as the rays washed away the shadows. You ran your fingers through my curls and pulled me into you, almost splashing my coffee onto the floor. You chuckled as I steadied myself. You spoke, I love you, AJ, into the top of my head. I freed myself from your grasp, walking to the kitchen to put on my apron and started making breakfast. I said, Charlie, you need to get a move on. Your bag isn't going to pack itself. Did you double check your bag? Did all of the contracts download? You brushed me off and continued to settle into the deep cushions of our couch as you scrolled the New York Times on the iPad. I looked up from the stove to catch you looking at me in a gaze And you broke into a smile as you whispered, I love you. Breakfast is ready, I said. Instead of getting up, you motioned for me to join you. You set your cup on the table as you stretched your arm out towards me. I fell for it. You pulled me onto you and nuzzled my head under your chin. I don't want to go, AJ. I want to stay here. Charlie, it's only a few days. You'll be back here before you know it. This is your last business trip. Then you'll be stuck with me 24-7, 365. Charlie squeezed me tighter as he said, man, I can't wait for that. Followed by 24-7, 365, hey? You going to give up work and be a stay-at-home wife? Um, no. (laughs) Work is my escape from you, sir. I need that escape. You blew a raspberry on my cheek and proceeded to tickle me until I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. AJ, do you know what my favorite thing about you is? Um, my eyes, Charlie? No. I fucking love that your laugh is bigger than your lung capacity. We both burst out laughing until I looked at my phone. Charlie, seriously, you have to get moving. Mouse, if I miss this flight, I can catch another one. I gave him the stare of capable of making a grown man cry. He got up, ate, triple checked his bag, and got in the shower. I pulled his suitcase out from the hall closet and put it on the bed. When he got out of the shower, he pushed it to the floor. AJ, he shouted. 
His shout startled me and I came running, <laughs> thinking something was wrong. Nothing was wrong. Charlie laid on the bed, laughing, reaching his arm out to me. I again fell for it as he pulled me onto him. I laid next to him, taking him in, committing every laugh line in his deep brown eyes to memory. As I brushed a few hairs out of his face, he pulled me in and nuzzled me under his chin and said, I love you, in Mohican. Charlie knew that even though I didn't speak a word, his language, Mohican, calmed me. He lingered a bit longer and slowly got up to finish getting ready. Cullen and I walked Charlie to the light rail station. He held my right hand the entire time and wouldn't let go of it. We must have been a sight for sore eyes. As we waited on the platform, you held me as tight as you possibly could. It's for warmth, AJ. I just winked at him. Sure it is, Charlie. Cullen had settled at our feet and was startled by the bells of the train. He kissed me like he always did, but this time he studied me intently. With loving eyes, he said, AJ, you are so fucking beautiful. I found home in you and I cannot wait to live a life with you. When he boarded, he didn't take a seat. He stood looking out the doors, watching me until the platform was out of sight. For some reason, I remember the time, the time the train left the station. 1.30 p.m. Trains run every half hour on the weekends. The last time I saw Charlie alive was at 1.30 p.m. on February 12th, 2012. If only I had known that would be our last day, I would have done that day differently. I would have indulged his desire to be lazy and soaked in every drop of time. Hey friends, thanks so much for choosing this podcast to listen to. I know that your time is precious and I hope that you laughed. I hope you learned something new or at least you found me slightly entertaining. Because if you don't find me slightly entertaining, well, at least you can go find me dancing awkwardly in public with a cotton candy duck over on TikTok. Yes, I am on TikTok. You can search for Ninja in the City. If you don't want to see me dancing awkwardly, you can go on over to mebeswearinghelps.com to find out more about this episode, past episodes, and if you would like to connect, if you have a topic or a question, you can go ahead and email, the email has changed, bearwilltravel at gmail.com. I hope all of you have an incredible week and I look forward to connecting with you.